It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. AFC Power Rankings and AFC Trade Deadline Discussion, folks. We've got a lot to cover today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's Guys, me and dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode. We appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe, uh, this is fun because we're doing two shows in one, and that never ends well for us, but I have a great deal of confidence and self-efficacy in our ability to successfully reveal our power rankings and then do a buy or sell and players that are candidates in the AFC buckle up. Okay, let's do it. Um, We'll start with what top five, just reveal top five, do the same structure as what we do for power rankings, but yeah, do the abbreviated version and do it all in one segment. Yeah. Let's take a 30 minute conversation and break it down to like nine nine minutes. Yeah. Okay. So your top five. in Uh, Yeah. We got changes, Cal. We got changes. I bet you do, Mister Foolish. Put the Dolphins at number one last uh, week. Shame I on know. you. What? Well, it looked pretty good for a while there, um, but we have made a switch to number one. It's the team that has won their last six games, the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, and certainly their offense. Right, has looked really good. Obviously, against the Chargers, um, a lot of production there defensively. They've been pretty strong all season long. So I have Kansas City at number one. How far am I going here? Top five. Uh, Dolphins fall down to number two. Um, I still have a lot of belief in Miami, but coming off of their loss to the Eagles, mm-hmm. felt like it was a deserved slide down to number two. At number three, welcome to the party, Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. A big time convincing win over the Detroit Lions. Lamar Jackson playing MVP caliber football. And defensively, Baltimore, you know, kind of waking up here. Number four, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thursday night win over the Saints. That's what, four in a row for them, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. And then at number five, the Buffalo Bills, who are a capable football team, but uh, certainly not playing up to their standard, especially on the offensive side of the football. And they lose to the Patriots, who I had dead last in the AFC entering last week. Uh, Should make you feel very good to know I have the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. I had them number one last week. At number two, I have the Miami Dolphins, who I had at number two last week. Now, coming into week seven, I had Jacksonville and Buffalo at three and four, and then I had the Ravens at six. So I still left Jacksonville at three, 
because I had them at three last week. And then I have Baltimore at four jumping up from six to four and then Buffalo at five. So ours are very similar. I just trying to keep some congruency with where I was last week, kept Jacksonville at three and then moved Baltimore up to four in front of Buffalo. Gotcha. Which, so is next- cool, which is kind of cool because that is a representative for all four divisions and then a wild card candidate. Yeah. So, uh, is this actually the – what's the seeding right now? Uh, I know Kansas City's one, and I know Miami is still currently the two. I think Baltimore's technically the three. Baltimore's the three, so Jackson will be the four. Yeah. I think Bills are the seven right yeah, now so in we, real we'll life. scheduled to play right now in real life. That's what life. we need. That's what you and I need, Kylan. A week 18 game to decide the division into another playoff game. Anybody, on, man. You got to feel good about that. Well, I anybody mean, right. but you. It's what you and I deserve, right? Anybody. No, no. It's we really healthy for we us. We deserve to be happy. And you you get a lot of happiness from those matchups. I don't. Now, well. well six through ten. Would you, rather lose, would you rather lose to the Bills or the Patriots, Kyle? Would you rather lose to the Bills or the Patriots? Well, I'm not going to say anything because I play the Patriots. This week. <laughs> right. You better not tempt them. I'm not going to say right anything. Forgot you had that. Glad we can let, allow them to have a get right game to uh, to go play you. Yeah. Next ten or next uh, next six through ten. Next six or six through ten. Yeah. Uh, number six, I have the quarterback play doesn't matter. Cleveland Browns. I, I also have it six. <laughs> the number seven, Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, just keep finding a way, winning games, beating teams they have no business beating, even if it uh, shouldn't have happened. Uh, they're at number seven. I have the Houston Texans, who they were idle this past week, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. number nine team was idle, the Jets. And my number 10 team was idle, the Bengals. So, um, okay. So we have all same teams in this block and none in the same order after Cleveland at six. Okay. Which I think was similar to last week. So I would expect yes. all of those teams not playing. Yeah. For there to be really no shift. I think my biggest surprise was you moved. Uh, Cleveland or Pittsburgh from nine to seven over the idle Texans and Jets was your big change. Yeah, they got their fourth win and beat the Rams. I mean, I don't know. I give them some credit for it. Yep. But I Pittsburgh moves all over the place every week for me. So right, I kept everything pretty much status quo uh, from the previous week uh, because there was a, a number of idle games. The Browns were five last week. They got jumped by the Ravens. Uh, but they won their contest in a squeaker against the Colts. So I left the Browns at six. Uh, the Bengals were my seventh team. They stay at seven. The Jets were my eight team. They stay at eight. The Texans were my nine team. They stay at nine. And then the Steelers were my 10th team. They stay at 10. All right. So 11 through, 11, 11 through 16, we had some stuff happen here, Kyle. We did. And Denver we had, won. New England won. Yeah. Chargers lost. The Ravens uh or excuse me, the Raiders snapped their three-game win streak. Oh, Here's how I have it. There. Here's how I have it. 11, uh, 11 is the Chargers. 12 yes. is the Colts. 13 is the Raiders. 14 is the Patriots. They jump They jump the Broncos and the Titans. I have the Titans at 15 and the Broncos at 16. I have everything the same except I have the Titans in last place. Titans in last place, Kyle, huh? I have the, Bron- the Broncos won. Hmm. Uh, Titans. Wow. Titans Ryan in last T- place, huh? Yeah. You know, Weird. we're, we're going to try not to be too petty. On they didn't trade. Show. They didn't just, was, was I dreaming or did they trade Kevin Byard yesterday? They traded Kevin Byard mm. for nothing. Mm. Tighten for nothing. up, baby. 
two day three picks and Terrell Edmonds was the return for, for Kevin Byard, former all pro safety. How do you uh, Terrell Edmonds? Like brother, I signed Philly for a reason. You guys shipping me out here to the bot seller dwellers in the AFC. Come on, man. And then, uh, Ryan Tannehill's banged up. <laughs> Maybe Did, can, can we ban trades with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tennessee Titans brother? They walked out of it. They walked out of this with AJ Brown and Kevin Byard. What's next? Derrick Henry. (laughs) Better hope not. Better hope not. They won't. They won't. They won't. They won't. Somebody might, but they won't. The Eagles won't. So that is our AFC conference power rankings, which we managed to boil down an entire show to eight minutes. So maybe we should just sign off here. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being here. But uh, no, we're. We got to talk about sellers. We got to talk about trade candidates, all that stuff. Stick with us. But these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And folks, it is so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs. And then once you do, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, you got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. I'm in love with this format. It's just you against the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros, including sharks. Here's what you do. You select two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. That's it. It does not take long. You can make an entry in under a minute, and then when you win, the withdrawals are super quick. And, folks, this is the the best time of year for sports. Let's face it. you got college football, the NFL, NBA is about to get going here, NHL's kicked off, we got baseball playoffs. Everything is happening, and it's even more exciting to watch when you have a prize picks entry going into a slate of games. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use our code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So now it's time to kind of draw the line in the sand, which should be relatively easy to do because we have the same teams in the same tiers. So I'm going to start with the buy conversation. Um, you're probably going to start at the top of our AFC power rankings and ask, does this team need to buy? And what would they be interested in if they were to buy? And I think that's where this conversation can, can become a, a little compelling because we're starting with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And you're wondering, is there any buy opportunities that are out there uh, for Kansas City that would make sense with the current construction of their roster? Well, you would think about wide receiver for them, perhaps. I know they just traded for Miko Hardman. Um, they just lost Nick Bolton to wrist surgery, right? He's going to miss yeah. a couple of months. Now, they do have good depth there with Willie Gay and, of course, uh, Drew Tranquil, right? And he's part of that. Leo Chanel. Leo Chanel as well. So they feel like they're in pretty decent shape there. Could their defensive line use some reinforcements? They're certainly performing fairly well, but you feel like maybe there's some 
opportunities there for upgrades. So that's what I consider. I, I think I was so weird as I saw uh, one of these rumors articles and it was talking about sending Zach Ertz to the, to the chiefs. And it's like, man, I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, that's kind of where I think they would need the most help if they were interested. Is a pass catcher. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the Miko Hartman addition with, with Justin Watson's injury is there's some familiarity there that'll be really helpful, but I don't know that that alleviates any of your, your issues. Right. Right. Um, and I, I would generally agree, you know, Mike Danis had a good season so far and Carl Loftus has taken some, some growth and obviously you get Chris Jones back, but having some more depth, you feel really good about playing up front, whether that's inside or outside, I think could be helpful for, for Kansas city up front. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would look to buy. I wouldn't feel super pressured to buy, right? If I were them, I don't. I certainly don't think they're particularly high up on like the pressure to buy scale because of yeah. the position that they find themselves in and then the pathway that they continue to have this season. Yeah. Their coaching and quarterback uh, dynamic is different for for them. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a I won't say neutralizer. Really great, great uh, compounding variables that that make yeah. them even more challenging. Now, our number two team was the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought last year with Bradley Chubb. They bought big at the deadline. I don't know that they'll buy big to the same degree, but they restructured Jason Sanders' contract last last week. And my expectation is they continue to be aggressive. They're going to get a bunch of players back from, from injuries in the next three weeks or so, and like meaningful players. But I do still think there is an opportunity for Miami to buy at some point um, and give themselves some reinforcements somewhere i think you can look at the secondary uh i know they've invested a lot there uh, but saving howard missed last week against philadelphia with a groin jalen ramsey is the the meniscus repair he's might play, he might play this week against new england uh javon holland's in concussion protocol right now um I thought the linebackers, Jerome Baker and David Long, played their best collective game of the season against Philadelphia. I thought the front seven in general did, and the pass rush has been pretty good. The challenge for Miami has been, I I think, the transition from the um, Josh Boyer defense, Brian Flores defense, to the Vic Fangio defense has led to some, some pains in the secondary. And if there was somebody out there who was familiar with this scheme, I think that could open up the Dolphins to bring somebody in, be that a linebacker or a secondary player that's played in this type of system and is ready to contribute to it. Well, we or can we can get it. We're going to get into some of the candidates out there, and, and Denver yeah. right has a couple of linebackers. Right, mm-hmm. Bryce Callahan is also available to be Just signed. Right? He came in well, for a visit too. So there's when you talk about familiarity with Vic. I mean. You talk about back seven. I got some names. (laughs) There's options. There's also an option in Chicago that is kind of interesting too. So, uh, so that's Miami Jacksonville, or I guess do Baltimore because that's your three. Baltimore's got to be feeling pretty good about their situation. Um, Obviously you look at receiver, but it's like, is it a matter of just kind of making it work with what you have? Um, that's where things get a little bit challenging there. There's, there's players that have been around. There's players they've invested in at receiver. Um, I, I, yeah, I think that's kind of where you look, right? It's like this Gus Edwards, Justice Hill backfield, whether it's Derrick Henry. I mean, the, the Dalvin cook, right. Is a, 
is he an interesting player? I, you know, he's not interesting for me. I don't, but I don't know what the rest of the league is thinking there. Imagine and that makes sense. Your contract. Are the Chargers going to be sellers? We'll get there. Austin Eckler. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, man. So there's potentially some opportunities, but yeah, Derrick Henry takes this thing to another planet if he winds up going to Baltimore. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting opportunity, and and you know, Baltimore, they've done that too, right? They they struck with Roquan Smith yeah. as a buy. Yeah, nice so addition. There, there's some trends for a couple of these teams now. Jacksonville. I kind of put them in the same boat as Kansas city. And it, I think that's a little bit more to do with the division that they're in. Like, I think there's a little bit less stress to feel like, Hey, we got to get put over the top here. And they're, they they have left a lot of meat on the bone early this season with how they've played. Yeah. So that for me is, uh, they're going to be competitive, but I don't know that they're necessarily the same intensity of Baltimore looking at trying to win a division that has a bunch of two lost teams in it right now. And it looks like it's going to be very competitive and Miami trying to get over the hump against a Buffalo team who's struggling right now, but Miami can't beat head to head. So I just think there's a little bit less pressure for Jacksonville to buy. Yeah. And I think them getting Dwayne Smoot back is big for their edge rush, rush situation. Yeah. Cause that'd be kind of somewhere where I'd think about. Um, and that's, I think that's a huge addition. The bills are, are next. Uh, their defensive injuries is what stands out at corner, Trey White, uh, linebacker Milano, defensive tackle, Daquan Jones. And so th- that's where I would think, although the offense is what's struggling right now, but I worry about the return there. How quickly can they onboard an offensive piece and get value out of them? Where mm-hmm. they just, I think they just need to get more out of what they have. And where I think you get concerned is defensively, you know, how. You saw it against the Patriots. They gave 29 to the Patriots. Mac Jones had the best game of his career, probably. You know, at what point does that well break? Because you're just uh, not having what you need there. I think defensively, linebacker, corner, maybe defensive tackle is where my mind goes for the Bills. Yeah, and they 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 should buy, right? At four, at four and three with the aspirations that they have as a football team, you've talked about the leverage that they pulled from a salary cap perspective. They should buy. And they I, I think redid they, Dawkins they, right before we recorded. So Right. So there, there's another player there. Now, um, I'm going to read some names because we're kind of into the smorgasbord category of like yeah. gray area teams that have ha- that have wins, but maybe the the expectations aren't in that stratosphere. So I'm going to rip off a few names and then we got to we got to get the sellers. Um, Browns. Their biggest problem is quarterback play. Right. And you got a fully guaranteed two hundred thirty million dollars yeah. contract. So I don't I don't think that. You you got to figure out how to get the best out of him. Is, is there is there a running back conversation here though, Kyle? I mean, with Jerome Ford's now injured, right, with an ankle sprain, they're living with Kareem Hunt. You know, I mean, like I think Kareem's fine. I I tend to as, as well. But as you think about the likelihood of running backs being traded, I, it's worth mentioning to me to the Browns. And it's not even like you could look at like skill players and say that they make sense. They, they didn't use Amari Cooper, right? Yeah, last week. Um, the Bengals feels like the, the most antithesis thing that Cincinnati could do is buy like another, like a short-term rental or another long-term contract type player, right? I think they just could get more out of what they have. Yep. And they get, they got to get Joe back to himself. Yeah. You see glimpses of that. Uh, the New York jets. I don't, I don't think you mess with anything there. I don't think there's a lot of 
opportunity to impact the areas that are limiting to the Jets. Can they trade for an offensive lineman? Like, the, you know, right. Like, right. A tackle. Who are they going to get? Trent Brown from the Patriots? I mean, what? Who's giving away starting tackles right now? Nobody. The Houston Texans. I think, I think you, you stay the course. Stay the course. You know, as a young team, first-year coach, continue to develop your talent. Pittsburgh. I wouldn't mess with much here. I mean, I might be looking to move a few assets if I'm Pittsburgh. If you can move a Levi Wallace to a team that's looking for help at corner. Um, I'd also I'd also be knocking the door on a corner if I'm Pittsburgh. Yeah, Peterson's been kind of rough. Porter's had some flashes, but I feel like that secondary could be a problem for them. Yep. So if if you want to make a run, you know, I, I think corner's probably the spot that I would look at to try to find a player. Uh, and then you kind of get into sellers. Why don't we why don't we just do the sellers segment at the top of segment three? Or ask if they're sellers. Yeah. The top we, we we will get to that. And maybe you want to get to a game. You got to check out game time. It is the best way to buy tickets for the events that you want to go to, the sports, the music, the comedy, the theater events near you. They've got killer deals on last-minute tickets. They've got all-in prices. So when you go on the app, the price you see is the price you pay. They give you a view from your seat. I love that. So you know exactly what to expect when you get to an event, and they give you a best price guarantee. I mean, game time simply takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love the app. Super easy to navigate. They give you some flash deals when you log into that thing. And it's just uh, they've really perfected the ticket buying process, which can sometimes be quite stressful, not with game time. And I also love that they send the tickets directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your emails to find them. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So our bottom six are the Chargers, the Colts, the Raiders, the Patriots, the Broncos, and the Titans. The Chargers, I think, are the only team... Well, I think the Colts probably could stay the course with and it's their their reset. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, like, I would agree with that. Yes. I, I don't think it makes sense for the Colts to shed down talent, right. no. you know, in the midst of the quarterback injury. You know, you got had a rookie quarterback who was supposed to play this year and get experience and it didn't happen, but kind of set you off the rails for what your your life cycle is as a team. The Chargers are the gray area. I think we you and I probably both agree the the Raiders, Patriots, and Broncos should sell. No, there was oh, some, yeah, some, yeah. some big I agree. conversation about the Patriots and, and players that they had that would be on the trade block just before they beat the Bills. Does they win against the Bills? And if they beat the Dolphins and you get to three and five, does that change the conversation? I don't know. But if it were me, I would look to pivot a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, the Titans have already started to sell with Kevin Byard. Yeah, they told us that they're sellers. Um, so that just leaves the Chargers playing the Bears this week as the gray area team. Thinking they win, they get to three and four? Right. I'm not sure that they're willing to concede the season with Justin Herbert as their quarterback, but I think there's a ceiling on that team that doesn't intrigue me, and I have pieces like Khalil Mack, Michael Davis at corner, Austin Eckler, that I'm probably pretty interested in dangling out there. Right. The the hard part is you've got a coach who's coaching for his job and potentially a GM who's yeah. GMing for his job. Yeah. And if you get to three and four and then you say to ownership, yeah, we're going to sell. Well, it should be the other ownership should tell you to sell, right? Right. But but you're trying to win. So if they tell if they tell you you're to sell yeah. on Halloween, they're telling you you're done at the end of the year anyway. Which is it would be interesting to see if Telesco outlasts Staley. That's right. always really weird to me when those types of things happen. I would be inclined to think that if either of them had a good chance to survive, it would be Tom. I would agree. Um but even the Chargers, like they play the Bears, but then they're at New York and home against Detroit the next two games, and then they have Baltimore on November twenty sixth. Yeah, this is how honest do they want to be about what's this, going on? This could very realistically be a seven loss team come December first. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, in this conference, you're not making the playoffs. No, down the stretch, you're still going to play Buffalo and Kansas City in in December or January. So. They're they're kind of the gray area team, but we do have some clear and obvious teams that are selling or should be sellers. Yeah, you start with the Titans. Yeah, I think they that's already where, they've already told us. Derrick Henry, Danico Autry, New Hopkins, those seem to be like pieces I'd be interested in. Was there a worse? Was there a worse player decision than DeAndre Hopkins choosing to sign with the Titans? I get like he, he want to get paid, right? But like he also s- s- framed it as I want to go to a contender. Yeah, certain quarterbacks and and going to a contender, and like you, you didn't do that at all. I don't know. To me, it was like JJ Watt when he went to the Cardinals. It's like, oh, oh, okay. And that Hopkins contract is a colossal disaster too, because they put three void years on the back end of that deal. The Titans got to stop with the veteran. I mean, like these receivers that they bring in, like whether it's him or Julio Jones or uh, Andre Johnson. Is that, did that happen? Or am I making that up? Eric molds? Yeah, no, you're um, right. Like they get all these random old receivers that when they're past their expiration, even though I think not Hopkins is probably the most reasonable player that they've, they've brought somebody. in, but yeah. it doesn't matter on that team. It's too limited of a football team. You're looking at $8 million in dead cap next year. If you move on from nuke at the deadline. Yeah, but I think you're mostly interested in the asset, right? What do you? What can you get for him? What well, are you the Cardinals get couldn't get anything for him, right? What, right, that's exactly right. So, what are you going to get for a 31 year old wide receiver? I worry yeah. about Hopkins' reputation, man. I don't think he's viewed as one of the good guys in the NFL. Maybe at this stage, with how it ended in Arizona and the lack of market that he had from competitive teams that needed wide receiver yeah. help. Yeah, I think it's fair to question who would want to send an asset to send him out. But Autry and, and Henry? Autry's in a contract year. 
Contrary uh, to the Chiefs, Hen- Hen- don't let it happen, right? Come on. That'd be I, a perfect I, player for them. I would be very interested in Danico Autry. Oh, everybody should be. I love that player. So, ver- versatile inside-outside. Yeah. Explosive defensive lineman. Last year of his contract, so it's a short-term commitment, so you're not giving up a big asset. I'll dangle another name out there, Tier Tart. Yeah, not not bad. Four 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 and a half million dollar salary this year. He's also in a contract year. He's twenty six, so there might be some long term run yeah. with that if you yeah. wanted to go that way too. Yeah. So I think Tennessee's got a number of attractive players. Uh, we each had the Denver Broncos as our fifteenth ranked team. So let's go to Denver and and their assets available next. Well, guys in the, DJ Jones is a player that I like to mention. Um, yeah, I. I think that's a really good candidate to get moved if you're Denver. I think both you and I are sitting here hoping. Oh, kick rocks. Kick you got Puna Ford. That was no, the, you that can was, have him. Take Puna. Deal. Puna ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Jerry I'm so mad, at the, so mad at you when the Bills signed Puna Ford. Yeah. Well, it's, DJ it's Jones, I think, is a great candidate for a team to acquire if you need interior defensive line help. Jerry Judy conversation never ends. Here's the problem with Jerry Judy. They picked up the fifth-year option, so he's on a fully guaranteed like $13 million deal next year. And maybe you like that, but that's a big piece of that discussion. Can you, the you, can, you use that, can you use that as a foundation to get a contract extension? Get, get a contract extension and use that as like the signing bonus and like yeah, but don't are you wouldn't you want to spend some time around Jerry Judy before you committed to him like that? You know, some yes. inconsistency, this the whole Steve Smith thing, whatever the heck that was. Like, I wouldn't be eager to do that. Josie Jewell, Alex Ling, uh, Singleton at linebacker, Cortland Sutton at receiver for them. You think there's? You think there's any chance of Justin Simmons? At some point, you have to keep some. some you know what I mean? Like. Some guys have to be part of your solution. You'd think Simmons could be that, but how about Garrett Bowles? I'm just there's a lot yeah. of big base salary contracts that are going to be cut in half because they'll have played half the season. Well, and and remember, Sean Payton had the viral clip about Caleb Williams, right? Is that his big plan here? Well, if so, then you got to stop winning. Can't be beating the Packers by two. So I I think the biggest hurdle for Denver with all of these players is the fact that they are reasonable salaries that you have to onboard. Yeah. Right. Like DJ Jones has a $10 million base salary. So you take the prorated amount of that for however many games there's going to play for his new team. You take Justin Simmons, 14.4. You take Cortland Sutton, 14. Judy's got a fifth year option. That's a, a big mystery bag. Yeah. So I think there's there there's more hurdles for Denver's players than there are for Tennessee's players as far as having interest in a market, I think. But they have candidates. And they, they seem to have they seem to have been just as much as interested in, in moving players based on the, the drumbeat that's been in the media. Um New England. Uh you want to get New England players? Yeah. Uh, Jalen Mills is the one that really stands out to me at corner. He doesn't have a role on that team. I think any team would probably be interested in some help in the secondary. Uh, Trent Brown at left tackle, expiring contract. He's having a good year. Do they want to go in a different direction there? Kendrick Bourne at receiver. Uh, Josh Uche in a contract year. You got to want to keep him, right? I'd want to keep him. 
I don't know. I mean, I think he's one of the best speed rushers in the league, man. He's a very good speed rusher, but does Bill pay pass rushers? You're right. Let pass rushers walk out the door because they got a million of them all the time. Correct. Well, and I don't know. Their pass rush looked pretty good without Judon Uche and uh, Keon White last week, but make it make sense. Um, yeah, it's it's fair name to invoke that. That would be interesting. that, That might be that might be one of the players that you get a better return for. Yeah. And if you have if you have depth there, that's a 25 year old speed rusher who's in a contract here, who's probably going to come in. What, at least Yannick Ngakwe money? Which, like which a, Yannick Ngakwe contract? The most recent one or no, not the one he signed in Chicago, but like <laughs> those ones where like he was like a mid 20s speed rush. I think he gets the Hassan Rot Reddick to Carolina deal. Is that 13? Something like that. It might have been like 11. Yeah. So, like, is, is Bill going to pay that? And if the answer is no, then he should. They got all the cap space in the world. Like, I don't he know. should, but I don't know. What, what inclination do you have that they're going to do business differently? It's, it's fair. It's a fair point. Those are my Patriots players Brown, Mills, Bourne, and now you've invoked Uche, which is interesting. Okay. Um, I think the only other name that I would have uh, is, again, uh, Unwainu. Is that I'd float that one out there as a contract year player? They drafted a bunch of interior offensive linemen. They played him at right tackle against time. the Bills. Right. That right might be their player. He so the right guard and I'll win you the right tackle. So I just think they have a couple contract year players that they had that their availability will be determined by does Bill foresee a new contract for them, yes or no? Right, right. Uh the Raiders. Hunter Renfro. The dude had a hundred catch season the year before McDaniels gets there. McDaniels, who had the slot receivers galore in New England, can't get this guy going. I Make mean, Hunt, I can't. Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Jermaine Illuminers in a contract year. Marcus Peters is an old corner. And they just signed him too. Yeah, I'm guessing there. I mean, if people wanted Marcus Peters, they could have signed him all off season long, right? right? So right. there's that. Does anybody want Austin Hooper? Probably not. By Lowell Nichols. Yeah, he's kind. I think he's a con expiring he's contract. A, he's right? a contract year guy. Yeah. And he's got a reasonable. He had a roster bonus that's already paid. His base salary is less than two point four million dollars. So that that's a pretty easy onboard for somebody if they need defensive line help. Um, do you want to touch on the Chargers quick? Or are we going to say let's wait and see on them? See what? Well, they... let's let's wait and see. But I think it's Michael Davis at corner, Khalil Mack, Austin Eckler are are the players that are interesting to me as as move candidates. And the, Eric the, Hendricks. The, the interesting thing about Khalil too is that might be a sell high opportunity because he's got crazy good sack numbers right now. Well, six and one game. Six, six, yeah, he had the six sack game, and then I know he had another one the following yeah. week. Yeah. Like That's is is there a sell high opportunity for Khalil versus what he was last year and what you think he's going to be moving forward? Yeah, uh, let me throw out the Jets real quick. Not that they're sellers, but between Carl Lawson and Dalvin Cook, I feel like they'd be willing. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, those are those are names that we've identified. Pretty reasonable amount of names. Maybe not interesting names for some teams, but nevertheless, names that are available. We'll do the same thing on the NFC side tomorrow. So come on back and see some cow crabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL scouting. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Come on back. See us. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.